morning, Fabcasters. This is our bar with the Drive Time Podcast. I got another cool dinner time story that I was alone with my four kids and my wife was out. She was running errands. So it was just me and the kids, right? And I had this great idea. I still think it's a great idea that we're going to eat our vegetables first. I boiled some vegetables, put some butter in there and some garlic salt, no, some sea salt. I said, okay, nobody's having chicken until they eat their vegetables first, right? Good dad, good loving dad move. So the six-year-old just tells, she's like, oh, that's like telling her to eat some chocolate cake. She finished, she, she devoured two bowls. Uh, the other one, not so much. Maybe the other, the other ones, even the baby's like vegetabling it up. But my, my oldest eight-year-old uh, throws a fit makes gagging noises and says my tummy hurts I can't eat this stuff and so I'm meeting him at a point in being sarcastic and um, and reminding him it's not poison and so it, it, it was language of shame and then there's one point where I just being passive-aggressive and I go fine then then you're not gonna eat you don't have to eat any you don't have to eat any vegetables you're just not gonna eat today oh how about that and I'm smiling and and then I got I got fed up at one point and I said you know what dude get out get out of here so I I kicked him out of the dinner table and so at that point my the baby's to the left and then and then also to my left is my six-year-old who's just eating her vegetables and as she's eating her vegetables, she's nonchalantly looking over at me. She goes, Daddy, I don't think you're saying that right. Like, I don't think you're, I don't think you have love in your heart when you're saying that. And I'm, this conviction <laughs> comes over me. I'm like, what? Man, you are speaking, you're, you're such a prophetic leader. She's speaking to me. She's speaking truth. She's confronting the king here and telling me truth that I need to hear. And then, she, she, and then she goes like this. I'm not kidding. She, just with confidence, with truth, mixed with grace, she says, Daddy, I want you to say this with me. Enemy, you don't belong in my heart right now. And you need to get out of my heart right now. And so I put my spoon down and I say, you know what? Okay. And so my son's in the other room crying, right? He's, he, he locked himself in his room and did what I told him to do. So he's not there. And the, and the four-year-old is just watching as she's eating her food. She was eating chicken. She, yeah. I said, Lord. No, I go, enemy, you don't belong in my heart. Get out of my heart. And God, you belong in my heart. You're in my heart. So I, she led me, my six-year-old, led me through this prayer as she's speaking prophetically into my life. She's giving me the truth and it's mixed with grace and it was just, it just rolled out of her. It was the Spirit of God using her as a conduit, as a mouthpiece, as a speakerphone. And right then, bam, she goes, and then I think she asked me, so how, how do you feel now? And I said, I, I'm good now. She's like, okay. And then she continues eating. So like I'm, I'm gonna get him. So I, I went and I got, uh, I got my son. I knocked on his door. He had locked the door and I said, "Come here, buddy." And I gave him a hug. And 
asked for forgiveness, reconciled, he got him back at the table, and it still took him a long time to eat his vegetables, but at least I wasn't being a mouthpiece for the enemy at that point. Wasn't shaming him, wasn't making him feel guilty, wasn't none of that stuff. And it so when I when I think about so in the Bible, you know, the office of prophet, those guys in the Old Testament had the office of prophet, but I think the gift of prophecy exists today in the sense that we are speaking truth as the mouthpiece of God. And so since God's voice is crystal clear to me, it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's the voice of God. Every single time, he never deviates from that. Everything is spoken through love. Um, since we know the voice of God, I, I, I think we can speak the truth of God into any situation. And, and that, to me, is my understanding of prophetic leadership, that that even looking back at the Old Testament prophets, that the prophet's job was to confront the king in, in circumstances. When the king, you know, had the power to throw throw whoever he wants in jail, the, the prophet would stand before him and say, look, here's, here's God's take on this situation, and uh, you're wrong. But at the same time, prophetic criticism would end up in prophetic energizing, so whoever heard the truth and submitted to it would, would be energized in the end. And I, I get those terms from Walter Bergman's Prophetic Imagination, his book on prophetic imagination. He says that the two key tasks are um, pro prophetic criticism and then prophetic energizing, and, and those are two themes you can see all throughout um, Old Testament texts when, whenever there's prophets. But, yeah, I mean, my, my daughter has, has this gift of being able to speak truth. And it's not like pharisaical truth. It's not just truth for truth's sake to make someone feel shameful, but it's it's mixed with grace. And just as she was eating vegetables, she's saying this. So I, I just encourage you. Um, and I, I really didn't even tell my son about it. And I want to get home today. I'll tell him about it, how his how God helped deliver him from a from an unjust situation through his sister who's who spoke up. Who spoke up. Anyways. Love you, Fabcasters. Not only do we share the gospel, but we share our lives as well because because of my deep affection for for you, the body, the church. Alright, peace out.